Hey, future Audrey here. I just wanted to give a little intro because Leslie and I were slightly delirious when we started the podcast, but this episode is about Leslie in her early 20s and her journey. She could really write a book about her life. She has been through so much and persevered through so much, uh, tried so many different majors, and it's really an interesting perspective and a non-traditional route that I think we need to hear more about. And thanks for coming on the podcast, Leslie. I hope you guys enjoy. Bye. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adult newbie how are you doing we have a new microphone hopefully it sounds better but I only have one and we have a guest today and don't worry I'll introduce you (laughs) welcome to the floor the beautiful wonderful smart she's educated she's done everything in between everything in between everything and she's lived everywhere and done everything (laughs) welcome (laughs) Leslie hi (laughs) I don't think I can follow up that uh, that awesome introduction. Yeah, but I can tell by the podcasting thing that I was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're slightly delirious after our very hard work week, yeah. a.k.a. she had a hard work week. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a hard work week. Yeah, so, so. I, I, I'm so excited to have a guest on the podcast, and, and I feel so bad that only one mic is working, but... I don't have the inputs for everything, so hopefully you can hear all of hear us. So, this is us. What's up? So, a little bit about yourself. Actually, let's say how we met each other. Okay, I'll tell them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> how about, um, I'll let you take the floor a little bit. Get, okay. a, little, get a little comfortable for me and my um, millions of listeners. Millions? Wow. I'm sorry I'm yelling. It's okay. It's fine. Um, so Audrey and I met at NC State. Whenever we were going to school, we were in our freshman year. We were part of a program called Engaging Leaders for the College of Natural Resources. But we ended up getting on a group together, and we came up with a super cool event idea for, to um, help people figure out how to prioritize their mental health and give them resources, uh, specifically people in the NC State community. And then we just kind of like hung out after then. Yeah, and it just went from there. And yeah. now, 10 years later, we're still friends and recording a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and it hasn't been 10 years. It's been like, what, three, four? Yeah, four, it feels like four? it's been a minute. Because we both started our sophomore year, is that right? Uh, yeah, technically that was my sophomore year, even though I did two years in community college. Yeah, we're going to get into Leslie's life story because it's very interesting. And I feel like it's very helpful for people to know that you don't have to have a direct path in life and that that's just not realistic because I know mine's not direct. <laughs> It's not going how I thought, so <laughs> I like to talk about people's, what they've been up to, how they got to where they're at, and, you know, where they think they're going, and then I check in with them later and see if they accomplished that, and if they didn't, you know. Life happens. <laughs> and if they didn't, I uh, make sure I make fun of them and tell everyone about it, so. That's that's why I'm here, is because yeah. she's going to make fun of me and tell you all about <laughs> How I didn't get my degree within four years. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why I brought her here to break her and make fun of her. So I yeah. hope you guys enjoy it's that. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. So I have so many questions for you and just whatever you're comfortable telling, whatever you're not comfortable telling, you know. The floor is whatever you want it to be. Hardwood, carpet, tile. <laughs> Uh, I hate myself. If you could just start off a little bit, whatever starting point you want to give for people, and then I'll have my questions from there. That way I know where you want to start. I guess since we're talking about unconventional life paths, I should probably start with, like, not the beginning. (laughs) The day I was conceived. In the beginning. (laughs) You talk about how you were conceived. I'm like, all right, that's unnecessary. That's too much. Yeah, slightly. Anyway, um... (laughs) Uh, I graduated high school in 2011, um, and then I was like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to be a music teacher, oh, and I'm wow. going to be a band director. Oh, you don't know that? I didn't know that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm keeping my whole, I have a whole life separate from Yeah, you. I did not like know crazy. that. Yeah, so I was going to be a music teacher, and I got a scholarship, a couple scholarships, actually, to go to a small women's college in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. 
And so I was a music education major for a semester. What? And I had classes from 8 o'clock in the morning until 8 o'clock at night on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I wouldn't have chance to, like, eat lunch because I I was just packed full of classes. I was taking, like, 14 classes. By the end of your semester, (laughs) you're in a wheelchair. Yeah, but I I was on the dean's list. I made all A's. I did really well. But um, it sucked the life out of me, yeah. and I didn't want to do it anymore. She doesn't crack under the pressure. I, 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 do, I do crack under the pressure. <laughs> I did. There was a lot of pressure, and I cracked. I cracked real hard. Aww. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's just where I am, and I was yeah. thinking that I could go somewhere else. And then I realized I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to be in music. <laughs> That's crazy. So you were in band in high school. Mm-hmm. And that's what led you to want to be a music education major. Well, yeah. I, I started taking piano lessons at six. Mm-hmm. And then I You did, play the piano? I, yeah, a little bit. I'm not <laughs> super good. Um, she comes I'm much out better. And does that one of those <laughs> crazy things on the piano? No, that's, that's, a, that's a friend of mine. She's, she took piano for even longer. Um, and then I picked up clarinet in middle school. I was in... Virginia Tech Honor Band for three or four years straight, and I did Mm. all county, all district, things like that, and it was really good, and I was like, oh, I'm good at this. Mm. Um, Problem is, I had a really great band instructor for Mm. middle school, and I got to high school, not a good instructor for two years, and then we lost our teachers can ruin it. Yeah, and then we got a last teacher, our last teacher in for my senior year because we didn't have anything for my junior year. I poured my heart and soul into theater. I was like, oh, maybe I could be an actress or something. Yeah. And then band came back, and I was like, no, no, I really want to do music. And my my teacher pretty much was like, hey, you're like kind of done. You're already. A senior, like I'm not gonna waste any time on you. Oh my god! <laughs> Wouldn't let me be drum major. Said only flutes could be drum major because of what the number of people in our band and what a jerk! Absolutely destroyed me. So there's that, and I think that's probably when I started to be like, maybe I shouldn't do this because I was thinking maybe I should do biology, maybe I should do something else. Um, but I was like, no, I was, I'm gonna stick to it. I'm good at music. I know I love to do it. I've been doing it for so long. This is what I need to do. Oh my gosh. Should we tell them what you do now? I or mean, should we wait? I don't know. Build the suspense. We could build a suspense. So what she does now is completely different than yeah. that, which is why I'm so shocked of the beginnings <laughs> of her life, because I did not expect that. I didn't know that. I thought it always had been what she does now had always been what she always wanted to do. No, I've changed career paths. Uh, I've changed majors four times. Wow. I did not know that. And people will give other people such a hard time for changing their major that it makes you afraid to do that because you're like, well, you're going to be in there for another semester or whatever. But then you think, well, what about my life? Yeah. I mean, there's the scheme of things. And that's another thing. You're expected to make this huge decision about what you're supposed yeah. to do for the rest of your life at 18. <laughs> at 18? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, you just got out of high school. You had to raise your hand to go to the bathroom. Cool. You're going to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life. No, now. you're going to move out. You're going to feed yourself. You're going to have huge debt. You're going to figure out what you want to do the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're going to have to figure out how to make friends. Good luck. <laughs> have fun. Oh, my gosh. My dog's being psycho right now, but maybe she's calming down. <clears throat> she wants to just cuddle. And chew on my hands. Yeah, she's into herself. Okay, well, that's <laughs> surprising. So after, now you said you continued. You, you thought about changing it up and doing biology, but then you thought, no, I really love music. And then I was there for a semester. Uh-huh. Um, and I was already behind in my music department. Like, I was supposed to take keyboarding my first semester, and I wasn't uh-huh. able to do that because being a music education major at that college, it was like a major and a half. And so oh. I was already taking, like, eight classes. So wow. there was no way because I had ensemble, woodwind ensemble, I had marching band, and then I had like my solo lessons, and then I had another small class that I was taking in the evenings on Mondays. So like I oh was, oh my gosh, it was crazy, it was insane. Hi, mad props to uh, music majors out there and yeah, I people never who knew. are musicians for a living because it is tough. They make it's people. Tough. So for that major there, they made people do it in two days within 12 hours, or that's just when the classes were available to you, and you had to do it those days for 12 hours? So because it was a small college, Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't able to take keyboarding because it was taking place at the same time as 
another class and my advisor was a dance teacher oh she wasn't a musician she wasn't in the music major and I didn't have anybody to really help me or guide me during my first semester and I don't think I don't think it's her fault honestly um she did what she was supposed to be doing jerk (laughs) (laughs) she was she was supposed to be doing and she's super cool and to this day she's like super awesome but um I don't know. It didn't work out very well for me, who was already behind because I had missed a whole year of instruction. I wasn't getting the attention that I needed to, like, go down this path. Mm -hmm. And then um, whenever I start out, my instructor, my my lessons professor, and I didn't really see eye to eye. And she's like, (sighs) she's like, hey, you should be, you should be a lot better than you are. Uh, pretty much like that's that's how I remember her saying it now I was also 18 and I was like really insecure but yeah that's how how you go into college so young and then if you have one person who's uh, a superior or whatever and you're supposed to learn from them shoot you down like that how do you recover uh you don't I didn't (laughs) (laughs) well so I moved some people some people some people do they're they hear somebody either it happened to him too really yeah is that interesting it's hard in the in the music biz that's crazy it's hard yeah it happened to him too I think he had some teachers who just weren't feeding his interests because he was super interested in it and Mm -hmm. he went to Wake Tech and then just the way the professors were and everything that it just fell through because the same reason it just messed with your confidence or made you worry if you're doing the right thing yeah that is crazy yeah and then yeah it was it was a lot it was a lot and I eventually I was like yeah I'm not doing this anymore wow so I dropped out of Salem and then I dropped out because I had something called January term which is where you get internship experience or take Mm. like a crazy class that you want to take like I was going to take watercolor because why not yeah then I dropped out for January term and then I came back for spring and I was like oh I'm going to be history major what (laughs) where did that come from (laughs) No, I'd always liked history, and I was always really good at history in high school, and I was like, oh, I could be a history major, like my, my big sis. So Salem College is kind of like a sorority because it's so small, so you have a big sis and a little sis. And so we have like a whole big sis, little sis family, like all of my friends were in the same big sis, little sis family as like our bigs friends. Okay. So it was a nice little family, I was like, oh, well, she's she's a history major oh my god! i could totally do this that's what's so crazy about college is one person could influence you or even like in high school for us at least we had choices with classes and what we wanted to do if you had a friend taking a certain class you'd be like oh i'm down for that class because my friend's already in there and it's just going to college you're still that same age and still learning the mindset then you go and you have to make all these really adult decisions after you just left high school and you thought oh well I I did these history classes in high school and then you think after those classes in high school that you want to do that in college and maybe the rest of your life and we just don't get the testings out enough so when you decided that what was your next step after you decided you wanted to do history so I took I took one history class in the next semester to just try it out. Mm-hmm. And I dropped out of Salem again. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she hated it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I realized that I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it was pointless to sit there and gain debt and waste money and time on something I don't know. I don't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. I had no idea. So I was just testing things out my next, that next semester and I had plans to come back and take more classes um but I was just like I don't know a lot of people don't have the balls to um to stop and to think about it and a lot of people just keep going through and they're like oh I can just take gen eds and I can just fill up that space and whatever and then you just get kind of lost in it and I like what you said about college is the time to test stuff out even though money you can go in debt and whatnot but you can stop and then you can start again if you're not sure yeah, that's pretty. I I haven't heard anyone say that, and I have to agree that you're right. Yeah, I I dropped out of Salem, and then I went to a community college in my hometown, and I took some gen ed stuff, and went on a different path towards a different major. Uh oh. <laughs> what was it now? It was nursing. What? That really worked out for me. Like, I'm telling you, me not being in nursing, like, that worked out. That worked out so well. Like so- knowing now what I knowing. Now, what I didn't know then. Oh my gosh, with that COVID, COVID and everything. was coming and you would be a nurse. 
Oh. You might need to be a little bit closer. Past past Leslie really uh, was looking out <clears throat> for future Leslie when she was like, eh, maybe not. So you were going to be a musical educator, mm-hmm. however you say that properly. Then you're going to be a historian. <laughs> and you're going to be a nurse. Yeah, I wanted to be a nurse. <laughs> so where did that go after you decided... Your calling was nursing. It's, it's so funny because I I took nursing courses for the first semester, right? And I took them full time. I didn't I didn't drop out. Okay. I ended up moving. So I moved to Arizona. Wow. And then I just took classes half time. Wow. So you're doing it online? Uh no, I was I was in person. Oh, okay. I, so I they let you transfer. I drove to on Arizona. over. Yeah. You drove. <laughs> that drove sounded over. like you drove from Arizona to North Carolina <laughs> for classes. No. No. All right, that's commitment. <laughs> just, just for classes. It's a short drive. <laughs> they, but the community college that was near my apartment at the time in Mesa, Arizona, was mm-hmm. uh, it was really good, and that was a place to go for nursing. But it was really strange because everyone who applied to the nursing program, you got in. Oh wow! Right, but so I had this super long wait list, mm-hmm. and then while you were waiting to get in and start taking your nursing classes, which could take four years. Wow. Right. You're supposed to be taking classes to go towards your gen ed requirements and your other nursing requirements whenever you transfer over to oh. ASU, Arizona State. Okay, they kind of have a program like that here. They, yeah, they okay. have, like, it takes a long time for you to get in, mm-hmm. but you're guaranteed a spot, but you have to start working towards your bachelor's at Arizona. But either way, mm. you're not going to graduate in four years if you do that. Wow, okay, so now you're a nurse, and when did you figure out that wasn't for you? So after I was living in, <laughs> I lived in Arizona. So I followed a boy out to okay. Arizona. We moved out to to Phoenix or like technically Mesa. Lived there for about eight months because that's how long his program was for. Mm-hmm. Because he was doing like sound production, audio production. Okay. He hadn't decided what he wanted to do at that point. Um, so we were there, and then he was like, "Oh, I need to go do an internship." I'm like, "Cool. Why don't you just do it here? I like Arizona just fine. I mean, it's hot, but it's it's fine. I want to live there." It's it's a cool place. I don't know. I don't know how it is now. I haven't been there in like ten years. But yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's like, "Oh well, I got an internship in L.A., so we're gonna move to L.A." Dang. So I moved to L.A. and I lived there for a, a few months. I took one class online from the community college in mm-hmm. Mesa. Oh, okay. Um, because I was able to do that. If yeah. you like live in certain states, according to their program, you could do that. Okay. So I was doing that and I was working. And I was like. I was a server for the whole time, right, in Arizona. And when I was in community – the whole time I was in community college, I was a server. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. L.A. Uh-huh. is super cool, but it's not where I want to be. And yeah. I need to figure out what I'm going to do for my life because I can't see myself being an artist because I am queasy. <laughs> I have a soft stomach. And um, that's not going to work. Yeah. I didn't think I could be a nurse either because of the queasiness and not being able to deal with wounds. And I yeah. can't do it. I can't do it. Nope. Nope. So, so did you move back here after that? I moved back to North Carolina. I went back to my hometown um, and broke up with said boyfriend. Bye. 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 Uh, bye. I'm moving. Bye. Hasta luego. <laughs> See you later. Picturing a- those little edits where there's a map and then there's a car that's just kind of floating across and just you bye. bye. Yeah, that's that's about that's about how that. All went. right, so now you're back here. So now I'm back here. <laughs> I'm back here and. Jeez. And I don't go back to school for two years. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So many things I didn't know about you. I didn't go back to school for two years because I got pregnant. You didn't, your life needs to be a book. Does it? I don't it know. It does. I feel like people who are listening, they're like, wow, she is <laughs> never going to graduate. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Next. But life just happens. Yeah. And it's not, everyone acts like there's a set rule and a set schedule of when mm. you do what and how you do what and what order you do what. And it's just not true. And it's not possible because life, it, the butterfly effect of you do this and you do that and then it just happens. Yeah. And a lot of people... I feel like get super anxious because they won't let life just happen. Wow. <laughs> Bomb drop. <laughs> Bomb drop. I got pregnant. That's awesome. And it was, it was completely unplanned. Yeah. It was a big old whoopsie. Um, Whoops. <laughs> a big old whoopsie. <laughs> but it, it's, it's fine. It's... 
Hey, future Audrey here again. I just wanted to give a little disclaimer that I love her daughter. She loves her daughter, of course, duh. But we didn't want to give too many details about her for her safety. And I just wanted to make sure that I didn't come off insensitive. And thank you. Come back. Go back to the normal part of the episode. Bye. But I was planning to go back to me- to community college yeah. whenever I got back to North Carolina. <laughs> right, yeah. That was originally the plan. And I went to the same community college I went to before in my hometown. Yeah. I went there and I was like, all right, I'm going to go back to school. I'm in the financial aid office. And they're like, yeah, you, your account's been being investigated. You what? Can, you can apply to come back and get financial aid next semester. It's because I lived in two different states oh, within a year. Oh, it looked suspicious. And it looked weird. It looked weird. So they're like, we're investigating your account, which means that it's going to take a while for it to happen. You probably won't be able to go to school now, but you can come back in the semester. Well, by that time, I was already knocked up. Yeah, you were already on <laughs> was, a different I was, path. Yeah, I was already, like, doing something else. They messed you up. They, they just, If they would have given you some financial support. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten pregnant. There's that. There's that butterfly effect it's for their you. fault, jerks. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that they paused your account like they're a bank. But, I mean, I guess they are kind of like a bank. But mm-hmm. you think they'd work with you a little more? <laughs> yeah, especially since I went to that school yeah. before. And I didn't use financial aid when I was in Arizona or California. That's crazy. So, because I was only taking classes part-time and I had family that was helping me out. Wow. So it worked out, but. That's crazy. So two years off. So like, like a year and a half, probably like a year and a half, year and a half off. I have my daughter, Marina. um, I love her name. Yeah, she hates it. Really? Yeah, she can't stand it. She's like, why did you name me this? Why? Literally, like, a week ago. She's like, why did you why did you name me Marina? And I'm like, because I thought it was a pretty name. Do you name. think kids are telling her that? I don't know. I hope not. I hope not either. It's going to make me upset. I know. I told <laughs> my mom what her name was, yeah. and she said how pretty it was. It is, and that's yeah, what everybody says. Everybody's like, oh, her name's so pretty. I'm like, well, she hates it. She's, wow. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. One maybe day she'll maybe, learn. Maybe, yeah, maybe later she'll be like, oh, I actually do like my name. But yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. It makes me think about the celebrity. Her daughter's name is Apple. <laughs> too far. That's <laughs> too far. Too far. That is too far. <laughs> Marina could have been your face. I'm just looking up. The realization that is too far. It is. It is. No, I, Marina could have been named Pear. I could have named her Pear or Mac and Zucchini. Like, tell her that next time she complains. You know what? I will. Let's I will legally change your name to Zucchini. How about that? She's like, can you change my name? I was like, no, I'm not changing your name. You can yeah, change we'll change your... it if it's cucumber. <laughs> you can change your name when you get older. If you want to change your name, you can do it when you get older. I'm gonna be a great mother. <laughs> I think you're going to be a fun mom. Way more fun than I am. Oh, no. Way more fun than I am. I doubt it. I bet mine's going to be a rampage because my dog, you know, not to compare my dog (laughs) child to your child, but she's out of control because of my disciplining problems. I wonder if that thing's still recording. I don't know. I don't care at this point. It's fine. (laughs) I've tried so many things that have gone wrong today, but that's okay. That's okay. We're still recording. We're still recording. We're on one mic. We're trying our best. It would have sounded so good with two, but it It is is what what it is. is. Ah! Ah! You owe me a kombucha. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sure. All right. That's a weird request. It is. If it if it's I know you you guys can't see but Audrey's drinking a kombucha. Yeah, I'm drinking a kombucha. I hate it, but it's good for you, so I'm drinking it. And you know, I'm trying to be a little bit healthy, I guess. They say if you just take a few sips a day, it's good for you. So maybe that's what I should do instead of drinking half of one. Yeah, that's what I do. I only drink a few sips and I try and put it back, and then I forget about it. But <laughs> that's life. That's life. That's life. Um. So. When did you have your baby? I had my baby. Well, you don't have to say exactly. Yeah, okay. In 2015. Mm-hmm. And uh, in spring of 2015. Mm-hmm. And I went back to that community college that fall. And they let you in now. And they let you me in. You weren't suspicious Everything anymore. Was, I wasn't suspicious anymore. <laughs> they let me in. And they were like, yeah, sure. Here's money. It's for oh. you to... And at that point, I wanted to be a art teacher oh my gosh you went back to the arts. I went back to I went back to arts I went back to teaching and then I talked to a friend of mine who was going to the school that I wanted to go to yeah and he's like hey if you're going for art don't go to that community college oh. because nothing will transfer and you're starting over from scratch you might as oh. well just go to this college that person saved you yeah they saved me um 
But I was also taking a biology class at the same time that I was taking my art class. Mm -hmm. And I really liked the instructor. And I remember that I had this really weird tinge in the back of my head for marine biology when I was at Salem. And I was thinking that I could be a biology major. This was in passing, by the way. I was like, oh, I could be a biology major and then get my master's in marine biology. And then I could be a marine biologist. And so I had that thought in my biology class. And I brought it up to my instructor. And she's like, oh, really? Well, I mean, your grades are really good. Let, let me put some feelers out there, Aww. and I'll see what I can get for that you. It can make such a huge difference when it, people invest in you. It made a huge difference because she came back to me with, like, applications of programs and things that I should look wow. into. And one of them I applied for, and I got in. But she was good at her job. Yeah. No, she's wonderful. She was yeah, great. Yeah, we love her. Yes, we do. So uh, applications for what was it for? It was for a a summer at a marine science facility. Oh, awesome. Not a summer, but like a spring semester at a marine science facility. I applied. I got uh-huh. in. Right. Bam. And, and then and then. Mm. Uh oh. Hold up. She changed her mind. Financial aid wouldn't let me go. It wouldn't go through, and I didn't have the money to pay out of pocket. I just had a baby. Oh. <laughs> I just had a baby. You know. I was I was waiting tables and bartending at this point. Life I, I, is trying. Yeah, so I I couldn't do it, and I sent I sent an email to the program instructors and let them know and told them I was so sorry, and they said don't worry about it. Maybe you can apply next year, and we'll try to figure something mm-hmm. out, or maybe you can come to the to the school that we're a part of, yeah. and and we can work That's something terrible. out there. That's terrible. And where did it bring you after that? What did you do? So I went to the same biology professor. Yeah. Tears in my eyes. Like, I'm visibly upset. And I'm yeah. like, I can't do it. Financial aid won't Projectile work. Projectile vomiting. <laughs> like, like, crying, throwing up. Like, <laughs> Ears upset. bleeding. Upset. Nose bleeding. Like, it was, it was bad. It was real bad. Eyeballs popping And, and she's like, okay, here's what's going to happen. I am going to be your advisor oh, from wow. here on out. She took control. She took control. She's like, I'm going to be your advisor from here on out. We're going to sit down and look at some classes for you to take for the next semester. See mm-hmm. if I can get you Tuesday and or Thursday off of class or at least a half day. Mm-hmm. And then you can find somewhere to volunteer Oh wow! on those days. And I'll help you. I'll put some feelers out there. I'll email some people and wow. see if someone needs help. And so she did. And I got a hit back, and I started volunteering in November at the exact same place. Wow. Okay. Dang, that lady really... She really, she changed the whole course of my life yeah. by just being like, I got you. Have you ever talked to her again, or you just don't know where she's at, or... So, she's, I think she's still at that community college. We're friends on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and... Good old Facebook. Yeah. And then she ended up teaching me chemistry after she taught me biology. And then you hated her. No, no, no. She was <laughs> she was still great. I did fail a test and she called me in her office. She's like, Are you okay? Like is there just Are you a okay? lot going but on? Really, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm a beast. I knew I possessed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I failed tremendously. Oh. But yeah. that was because I had a lot going on. Yeah, I mean <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, you kinda did have a lot going on. And I had never had somebody, like, actually help me with chemistry. And then I, her and I came up with a plan, and I made an A in chemistry. Jeez. And that is not easy to do. No, it is not. It took a lot of studying. I couldn't do it. That's <laughs> it took for a sure. Lot. It took a lot. Dang. Okay, so this teacher has helped you get back on track, or mm-hmm. get you on a certain track. Not right. even help you get back on track, but helped you find resources. Right. Which can be half the battle a lot of times. So, after you passed chemistry with flying colors, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you continued on your marine biology track. Right. So, I volunteered at that place. So, I'm just going to... It's called CMAST, and it's just going to make it easier if I call it that. Yeah. So, I volunteered at CMAST for a year, and then actually five years ago yesterday, I was hired um, for for that position that I was volunteering for. So, after a year of hard work... They liked what I did, oh, wow. and he he went forward and hired me, and I worked there for two years. Another two oh. years off of school where I worked at wow. at CMAST and did, like, environmental outreach and marine science education, things like that, and I did that for two years. Wow. So you did volunteer a lot of your time there. Yeah. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's, a lot to, that's a lot to process. <laughs> Okay, so you volunteered for two years, mm-hmm. put all your time into this place, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say what you know I want to say. 
<laughs> yeah, that's great. Anyways, I'm going to pretend like I don't know about the ending for that place. <laughs> and <laughs> It's fine. And it's then, fine. yeah, okay. yeah, sorry. Such a hateful person sometimes. And then after that, you went back to school. I went back to school. I went to NC State. Yeah, um, and which, that's when I met you. And, and that's when, and that's when I met you. So I came like into the circle. room and I was like, oh. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this girl, she's so cool. She's, uh, yeah, she's the coolest person she's you've ever met. She's the coolest person in this room, <laughs> and I want to be friends with her. I definitely was not the coolest person in the room. I think Blake was like one of the coolest people. In yeah, the room. Blake has cool style. Blake is super cool. And and isn't afraid to be themselves, which yeah. I admire oh, yeah. completely. Because what I was gonna say too about college is. You know, there is a lot of, for me at least, there's a lot of growing pains in college and still figuring out who I was. And I feel like just recently I've gotten more confident. I, I feel like even towards senior year, whatever, t- towards end of junior year. But people talk about sometimes how in college there's still growing pains. Oh, yeah. And meeting people can be hard and you have to put yourself out there. And you eventually, at least for me, I got comfortable with it. But that club is still scarring me from <laughs> beginning that club. It was all freshmen and transfer students, and I was a transfer student. I was too, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was hard to, I don't know. I, I feel like a part of myself used to be about meeting new people and how I went in that club. I, I should have done better. But the thing is, like, if you're having a moment where you don't connect with people and you're quiet, it's fine. Yeah. It's not. It is what it is. Yeah, you don't have to You don't have to force it. Yeah. And, that. yeah, I want people to know that there's growing pains all throughout life, I guess. But even in college, you don't have it figured out of even your personality. Right. And we're told this is supposed to be the best time of your lives. You're supposed to do crazy things. And you're supposed to go out there and put yourself out there. But at the same time, it's like a job interview when you show up to class and you can't be yeah. in pajamas or leggings. So, like, <laughs> Yeah, you can't be in pajamas, apparently. <laughs> you showed up one day. Yeah, I I don't know. I talked about that the last podcast about how college isn't your peak in life. Because people will say that. They'll say yeah. college is your peak in life. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, you have to party, but also you have to get straight A's. But also you have to have internships to be able to get a job when you finish. And when you, you finish, you, you should have a all. job. Exactly. And you should be uh, in an apartment that you own, you're in by yourself and pay for it. And, and if no you struggles. can do all that stuff, that's great. Yeah, good for you. But I don't Sorry. think that- <laughs> Well, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that should be the, the norm, the standard, because you're putting so much pressure on someone whose frontal cortex isn't even like fully yeah. developed yet. Your brain doesn't fully <laughs> drop some anatomy and physiology <laughs> knowledge. I got nursing. Your brain doesn't fully develop until you're 25. And you're 21, right? And you're expected to have your whole life together. And that's what your whole 20s is for, is no figuring that out. No wonder why your knowledge is so broad. <laughs> That's that's why that's why you can ask me advice on literally anything. Yeah, I probably majored in it. <laughs> you didn't finish, but you pretty much have majored in about five things. <laughs> at least have you know a certificate of some sort in that. At yeah. least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, your frontal cortex isn't even fully developed. You still got that soft spot spot yeah. on your head. <laughs> Don't touch it too Don't hard. Touch it. If you fall, I don't know if that's what it's what it's called. I don't know if it's actually called a frontal cortex. Maybe I made that up, or I'm thinking of something else. But your brain doesn't. Yeah, but it's all about confidence. Yeah, it's all. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we love doctors. That's why we love doctors. They're confident. Won't tell you when they don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not use that example. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, probably too too much. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and then we met each other. Like mm-hmm. I said, it was the best day of her life, and we went to camp. <laughs> we didn't bunk together. We didn't bunk together. Mm-hmm. I think I bunked with. I don't think I should say other people's names actually. So <clears throat> yeah, I bunked with someone else, and it was like a summer camp. And I never went to summer camp as a kid. Me neither. <gasps> you haven't either. <laughs> Poor Marjade. She's laying in between us, so that's kind of cute. And, no, I never went. Never went. Never had a desire to go. And then in college, I was forced to go. So I thought I had avoided it. And then in college, there is a summer camp. Yeah, I'd never had a s'more until then. Really? I'd never had s'mores until I was 25 in college. Wow. 
more you know. Yeah. So many new experiences. So to be many had. new things. I had to buy a sleeping bag to be able to go on that trip. Oh, I rented one. <laughs> oh, that was smart. Oh, that was yeah. smart. <laughs> I bought a kid's one. It didn't fit. And then I knocked myself out so hardcore with some melatonin because I'm always worried when I'm not home that I'm not going to be able to sleep. So, yeah, I really drugged myself that trip. Oh, no. And that was a very draining trip. That was, like, physically and emotionally draining oh, yeah. for a trip. It was they a lot. They really love to get into your mental state. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. as much as the second one. The second one, they delve more into your mental state more. But oh, my gosh. For the diversity yeah. retreat. Yeah, the retreat. Yeah, they're, they're called retreats. Yeah, but, it sounds but it, like we're alcoholics <laughs> and, like, going on a retreat. But, yeah, so... It was for professional development. Yeah, it was... Thanks for clearing that up. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like I needed to. Yeah, I think you you needed to. It was definitely for professional development and knowing how to work on a team. And I feel like I did learn some little tricks here and there. And it was good because I met friends and it made the first week of college um, easier because I had people to say hi to. Yeah, you ate lunch with me. Yeah, I remember (laughs) that. And I don't remember anything. (laughs) And I remember that in the main building or whatever where there's food and all these tables and it's this huge building that's like three or four stories. Yeah. And we ran into each other and ate lunch together or whatever. Yeah. And then, well, actually you were eating lunch. You were like, hey, I don't want it. I don't want the rest of this thing you want it. <laughs> really? And I was starving because I had skipped lunch <laughs> and didn't have any money. I was like, yes, please. You're trying to act calm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. I guess that would be so. good. I it's kind of weird about I can, what you did. I can do that for you, I guess. It's fine. <laughs> Inside, you're like, no! <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. And oh, oh, Hannah, if you're listening, hello. Hello, Hannah. Yeah, she's part of the trio. So yeah. she yeah, it was a whole trio. She couldn't be here today, unfortunately. So we're we're saying hello in your ear holes. <laughs> and yeah, we met. Oh, uh, we all met each other, and we've stayed in contact even post college. I I'm yeah. getting surprised that we're getting closer to two years yeah. post graduation, and we graduated together, which is really yeah. cool too. That is cool. Yeah, I was going to be so depressed if I graduated and had no one there with me that I knew. I was really worried that I wouldn't have anybody there. And then we were talking about graduation. I was like, are you graduating? Are you graduating on this day? Please come with me. Do you want to ride together? People don't talk about that either, about you're in... How are you going to know if you know somebody there? Or I'm sure some people have millions of friends, but you can be different ages than people or different majors, different... We were in the College of... Natural Resources. Yeah, Yeah, we were in the same College. College of Natural Resources. We were in the College of Natural Resources Engaging (laughs) Leaders program. Remember. (laughs) This is what you studied. Um, (laughs) This camera is still on and I'm really exposing myself. I don't know if it is. That is crazy. Okay, so I'm going back to your timeline okay. of you're a music person, then you're a historian, yep. then you're a nurse, Nursing. and then what was it? Bi- then it went to biology? I wanted to be in marine biology. Marine and that's biology. what that's what I was working in. I was working in uh, marine science educational outreach. So I wasn't out in the field. I wasn't collecting data. I wasn't a scientist. I was just help. I was helping running youth programs. I did the Youth Ocean Conservation Summit in North Carolina, and I was just kind of getting my foot in the door, especially at CMAS. That's where I wanted to get my foot in the door. And so that's what I was doing for those two years, was making sure that people knew who I was and what I was doing. That's crazy. And then I got passionate about ocean plastic. Yeah, my That's where that all started. And so senior year, you did your own research project, right? Yeah, Yeah. I did. I applied for funding, and I got it. Um, and crazy. so I was looking at microplastic ingestion and like mm. baby blue crabs. Aw, little guys. Yeah, they're dead. But it's <laughs> <laughs> I had to literally chemically dissolve them, which was oh, a I understand. Whole process. You know, I understand. I'm around yeah. thousands of dead things at work. <laughs> it was a whole process. But yeah, so I ended up doing that research project, and before that, I was doing a base Gallup project, which got published. Yeah, you're, uh, like you're published this year. I'm a published scientist yep. as of this year. Yep. She's official. I'm, She's a published I'm scientist. Well, I was I was co-author on it. I wasn't like the main one, but it was for my project that I did yeah. in 2019. Yeah, which is really awesome. Really not uh, music or really not music or history or nurse. <laughs> uh, really none of those things. But <laughs> natural resources and all that. A lot of history of animals and things does matter. Yeah, I'll say that. So you're not repeating solutions or repeating things that had happened before. Mm-hmm. 
and to just know more about the animals. But wow, I did not know a lot of that stuff about you. That's crazy, isn't it? And people will always act like there there has to be a isn't it? <laughs> there's a straightforward path. This is what you have to do. Because I majored in fisheries, wildlife, conservation, biology. It's a long name. But <laughs> I could end up doing something completely different work-wise. Yeah, yeah can absolutely. You, can you tell them a little bit what you're doing now? So I know that I said I wanted to go into marine biology, um, but I chickened out during my application process. And I put environmental science as my major oh, instead of okay. biological oceanography, which but was originally what I was going to do. You were advised to do that, weren't you? So... No, no. Okay, later. Not at that point. Later you were. Not at that point. I decided that I want to do it just in case uh, I couldn't live at the beach and I couldn't get a marine biology position. Maybe I could do something else. Environmental science is a much broader field. And our program had the ability to like, okay, you have all of your environmental science courses, um, but you can choose an area to focus in. And so I used marine biology and then I got a minor in science communication because that's what I became passionate about whenever I was working at CMAS yeah. with educational outreach or environmental education, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, and you ran the college's uh, social media. I did. I, yeah. Well, the department's social media, our department. Yeah. Forestry and Environmental Resources. I did their social media and... Yeah, I did some communication type stuff too. Not a whole lot, but mostly social media. um, If you want to talk about this too, of when we finished college, you worked somewhere you didn't think you would work at the um, space camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did. I I was an informal (laughs) educator at a play space, which is like this, for those of you who don't know, it's this big area it has indoor playground equipment right and so the owner it was it was a start kind of like a startup company he had only been open for about six or seven months whenever mm-hmm. i applied he needed somebody to plan and run his um track out camps which is like summer camp but for kids who are going to school year round and i was like yeah i've planned summer camps before and i had no idea how intense it would be mm. Right? Because it's camp every single week mm. for the entire year. <laughs> the entire year. Yikes. And then you have summer camp, including students who are on traditional schedules. Um, and, well, it was it was a really big thing for one person to do. He ended up hiring someone else, and she is wonderful, uh, and she did a really good job. And she's like, hey, can you can I take over the camp type stuff and I could do planning and education type things? Yeah. And then maybe you could do more social media for the business. And I was like, look, that sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah, let's please. do that. Please, let's do that. <laughs> because I'm learning more and more every day that I don't want to be in education. But I was used to dealing with middle schoolers and high schoolers, yeah. right? Whenever I was at CMAST. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I'm at this play space, I was dealing with elementary school kids. Mm-hmm. And so I was spending all day with elementary school kids and then coming home to my elementary school kid. Same age, oh, same intensity. Your patience had been... My patience was gone. Yeah. <laughs> gone. Understandable. <laughs> Very understandable. So it, it it was a necessary, and I I worked there for about six six ish months. Yeah, and you were applying to other jobs that whole time, or just towards the end? Towards the end, I start I started applying to jobs after I <laughs> after I got the job. After I got the job, um, <laughs> and I realized how difficult it would be to plan rotating camps every week, and it had to be something new. Or something different. But he said that it was like per season. So you have three per season, but you still have to plan three camps and get all the stuff for it. And then it was it was a lot and I panicked and I started applying for jobs. And That's in fact scary. one of my coworkers told me, she's like, Hey, it's gonna be messy. You might wanna get out of here <laughs> oh before that starts. Yeah, because she was already looking for a way out. It was originally just her, one other person and the owner. Wow. And now they have more staff and they're doing a lot better with Summer camps and track out camps and things like that, but to start that up was really daunting. From scratch, really and daunting. And did, I, I did was you do it for a while. You did the yeah, I did the summer camp. So I was, or I did the track out camp. I was one of the, I was one of the lead instructors. Mm-hmm. Oh, <sighs> the trauma. Yeah, I have a lot of funny, funny stories about kids. <laughs> I bet a lot of funny stories, and there were some days where I just like did not. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to look at anybody. I was done. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Please go home. Oh. Wow. 
So you were applying to jobs, and then you heard back from your current job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And interviewed I heard back for from my, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That that interview process. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I, I applied. They called me. They were like, hey, let's do a quick, like, 10-minute entrance interview. It's like, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. And I did well. And then probably a couple days later, or like the next week, they're like, hey, so we want to move forward with the whole interview. Mm-hmm. Here's the itinerary for your interview. <laughs> oh, so itinerary. It was, it, was, it was a big process. Mm-hmm. It was and a big process. But I understand why they did that now. Yeah. I understand why. Because of the structure that this job is. It's not, um, it's not like you have a boss and your boss has a boss. And your mm-hmm. boss has a boss. And then there's a CEO. It's, it's much more of a lateral yeah. leadership structure. It's very interesting compared to most places. Most places love a good hierarchy. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's hmm. no like crazy hierarchy like that. I mean, there are people who are above you. There are project managers and there are more senior scientists. Yeah. But it's, it's not like... It's not like I have a, a boss, per se. I have a staff manager that helps me figure out my time, and what yeah. projects I'm working on, and how to further myself and my goals. But, Interesting. But it's not like I have someone who, like, scolds me. <laughs> That's <laughs> unless, scary. Unless I do a bad job, which I, I apparently I haven't That's done a, that bad someone yet. Someone comes in, breaks <laughs> your laptop. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, doing good. <laughs> That'd be great. So now you're doing more environmental-based yeah. things. Oh, what a journey. I do a lot of environmental-based things. And different things. Yeah. Different things. Some of it's oil and gas-related things. Some of it is, like, uh, air and water toxics. Yeah. Like PFOS. That's one new project that I got put on. What kind of name is that? Well, it's Perflora... PP. Hold on. <laughs> She's going to be looking it up. One thing I was wondering, too, from you is oh, have you always been a go-with-the-flow person or you've just learned or you still are struggling or but you've made so many transitions I can't imagine somebody who's so wound up be able to do that what's your advice for being able to let life happen that's a really good question um because I wouldn't it. consider my it's actually funny that you say that I'm a go-with-the-flow person because I don't think I am yeah I really don't but whenever it comes to, oh, well, here's this opportunity. What do you think about this? Sure, I'll try it. Hey, do you want to move to Arizona with me? Like, <laughs> it's a thousand miles away from everything you've ever known. Yeah. Sure. What's the worst that could happen? Like, why in not? LA, yeah, and then, then LA. Home. All these different experiences. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I just I just didn't say no. And that's that's not, like, the advice here. The <laughs> advice here isn't to always not say, yes. say no or always say yes. <laughs> I think that's just I think being went. being open to saying yes to opportunities like that while weighing the pros and cons. I just wanted adventure. Yeah. I did not want to, I grew up in a small hometown yeah. in rural eastern North Carolina. Yep. Right? Like God bucks and trucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? God bucks and trucks. I did not want to sit there like my parents. Yeah. Well, my dad lived in Virginia Beach for a little while. But my mom had never lived anywhere else. My mm. grandparents had never lived anywhere else. They yeah. had always lived in eastern North Carolina or my hometown. Yeah. And I didn't want to be like that. I'm like, I don't, I want to go see something. Yeah. I want to go somewhere. I want to live somewhere. So when I was 19, I'm like, bye. Yeah. I'm going to Arizona. At 19. Yeah. And now I think about that as a 29-year-old. And I'm like, Woo. Yeah. Woo. But my dad told me, he's like, he's like, I wanted to tell you no. Yeah. He's like, but you're 19 and you're not going to listen to me. Yeah. And you needed to experience it on your own. Yeah. So the best I could do is just support you. And when you needed help, I knew you were going to let me know. It's a cool story as well. It is. I want more adventure of yeah. being able to travel somewhere. Yeah. I mean, now's, now's the time to do it. And honestly, from what I've been hearing from higher ups at my company is... If you're a junior scientist, mm-hmm. you're going to get those opportunities to go and do field work mm-hmm. and go out and do, like, site remediation and things like that, you know, if you're in, in my field. <laughs> or you're going to get these opportunities because you're a junior scientist. Older mm-hmm. scientists don't want to do it. They have a family. Mm-hmm. They want to stay at home. So those opportunities are usually given to junior scientists because, I mean, you're, I gotcha. You know, you're there, and most junior scientists want the opportunity to travel and get more experience in, mm-hmm. and it looks good. Yeah. It looks good. Ah, oh, good to know. 
The thing that with that is having Robert here and my dog and whatever and all that is I wish I could just, you know, sling him in a book bag and take him <laughs> with me would be the easiest solution. It would be. And if things weren't as expensive, but I told him that I, I have to do that some type of adventure-ish thing or move. I need to move at least one other place before we settle because I just can't. I cannot. That's that's about where I am, too. I'm thinking, do I really want to settle here? Yeah. It's a hard question. <laughs> it's a really hard question because whenever you look at all, uh, some of my friends are buying houses. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost 30. A lot of my friends are 30 and over with the exception of Audrey. <laughs> And most of my friends that I met at NC State because <laughs> I was 25 whenever I started going to school. Keep she young. Yep. Same so age right. as Robert. Yeah. Yeah. Robert's 29? He's 28. He'll be 29 oh. in October. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We, are, we are the same age. Yeah. We are the same age. That's, he's he's the same age as my partner. Yeah. I just poke fun at him. Um, it's, you know. it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to call people old. Yeah. I say as an older person. <laughs> I'm not that much older, but I'm a little bit I'm older. I'm 23, so not to rub it in, but... <laughs> it's, it's fine. People tell me I look 23 when I go out to bars, so... Yeah, Robert looks young as well, so... What, what were you saying, though, about your friends are... Uh, some of your friends are older. Yeah, and... my friends are buying houses, or they're getting yeah. married, or they're thinking about settling down in a certain area. I don't know if I want to do yeah. that. I don't know if I want to do that where I am right now. Yeah. Um, my partner, his name is Drew. He's getting his electrician's license mm-hmm. um, for, this is his second year that mm-hmm. he's an electrician's apprentice. I forgot the word. This is the second year. He's like, give me two years and then we can move wherever you want to go. And oh, I was awesome. like, I was like, okay, cool. Like Cause you attitude. can get a You can get a job anywhere. Yeah. I can. can't get a job anywhere. But yeah, it, but I'm he's removing that fraction because he used to he used to not be able to get a job anywhere. Yeah, for one, he was in the Marines, and before that, he was working on wind turbines and natural oh, gas turbines and things like that. Very specific. Yeah, very specific. He'd have to travel for a lot of those jobs, mm-hmm. and then he met me. He's like, I'm not going back into that field. Yeah, I don't want to travel anymore. And... He'd be gone all the time. <sighs> Interesting. Yeah, I feel like for here, I've applied to some other things just to see what happens and. I don't know. I feel like I might just have to move just to be able to get my foot in the door somewhere and just do whatever, take whatever I can get. You might. Yeah, and Robert, um, realistically, he really can work anywhere, and we'll just have to talk about it more. And I feel bad because of uh, just changing someone's life course (laughs) because you can't find... But if you can't find a job, different job, then what can you do? Yeah, and also... Y'all are getting married. Yeah. How's that for changing your life course? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Um, I have to tell him a few rules, yeah. And I've told him since I met him that I need, I want to live one more place other than here. Mm -hmm. And so. But you you need that exposure to go out and see what's out there. And even if you get to that one more place and you're like, this ain't it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You can find somewhere else. Or you can come back. Yeah, exactly. That's why I try and tell him if it's not it then it's not the end of the world we can just come back here yeah (sighs) or you can go wherever yeah because he has family here right yeah and you have family like pretty close by yeah yeah so as long as long as you have a support system that's able to help Mm -hmm. then you should be okay yeah. Oh, so many decisions. And I guess it's just waiting for certain opportunities to come up. And that's how you figure out what you'll do next. That's, I feel like that's my personal approach to life is if someone presents you with an opportunity, then that's, that's what I usually do. And most of your opportunities are presented by people who already know you. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. I know. It's, it's all about, I'm getting, waiting. it's all about getting your name out there and putting your foot in the door. And yeah. You know, and that's that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. And they try to tell you to do that in college. Mm-hmm. But if you're in college and you're struggling to survive yeah. and make good grades and... And do all the things they say you're supposed to do, like yeah. make friends. You, and... can, you can burn out in college and then that burnout travels with you into your first job. Mm, that makes sense. And that's no bueno. Yeah. My job right now, um, it will end at some point. I don't know when since it's under a grant. And I don't know if it's going to open any other new doors, at least to a different area or anything. And it's weird when you're in a position where it's same deal with you, where now we've moved and changed what we're doing so much. (laughs) And then all of a sudden now we finished college and we found jobs and we're kind of settled. And it's weird. It's really weird to just, I don't know. 
not have something come up to change the course of your life a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's just so stable. Gosh. <laughs> Stability. So boring. Interesting. I am I am feeling the itch though. I'm yeah, that's yeah, I'm feeling an itch to change it up, do something different and cuz we been changing it up so much even in college I talk on podcasts about how even college every day was pretty much different Mm -hmm. you're always doing something different and then you finish and have a job where it can be repetitive is really weird yeah (sighs) is there anything else you would like to talk about are you sad it's over a little bit yeah (laughs) we can record another one I talked about so much I don't know I don't know how to I don't know what else could be applicable yeah I feel like I really wanted to get your story of how you did so many different things in life and that everything ends up working out and that just say yes to everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she said don't do that. Don't do that. Don't say yes. <laughs> Please don't, don't do say that. yes to everything. But um be open to saying yes yeah. more. Be open to saying yes. That's as long the as it's quote. Yeah. As long as you have so every time I decided on something, I had some kind of escape plan. Oh, wow. You know? Okay, so you had a plan B. I, I always had a plan B. Like, okay. if this doesn't work out, right, because I, so my plan A was marine biology, but mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of, I chickened out on that one. You defaulted um, to plan B. I defaulted to plan B mm-hmm. because I was trying to be more stable. Yeah. I and was you trying found to, stability. And I found, I found stability. And yeah. I found that because of the curriculum at the college I went to, mm-hmm. um, I was able to get different kinds of jobs mm-hmm. that weren't just in my area of interest. Yeah. And also I had all that those years of experience with science communication yeah. and education and, and doing different things and doing, like, active marine biology and going yeah. out to sites and recording data and, and analyzing it. You've done a lot. I've done, I've done, a, I've done too much. <laughs> Which is making it hard to move forward because mm. when I'm thinking about graduate school, if I want to go to graduate school, if yeah. I do go to graduate school, what do I want to go for? yeah. Yeah, what do you want to hone in on? What do I want to hone in on? Because that's all about specialization. Yeah. And that's not what I'm good at. I'm good. I am a um, I'm a jack of all trades when it comes to, to science and when yeah. it comes to things in general. I'm but not that, good at, like, being specialized in one thing. That, I feel like, is what's missing from the STEM or scientific field is people get so specialized that they get so so much tunnel vision that they don't know anything about anything else. I was watching this lecture of this guy who is uh, was talking about cephalopods, so octopuses and stuff, and I asked a question about, you know, how many octopuses are there, or how many cephalopods are there in comparison to fish in the ocean, just to see. I don't understand how many cephalopods there just are. Just like coverage. Yeah, like what is the population of cephalopods in general? And he said, um, uh, unfortunately, I can't answer that question because I'm not an ichthyologist, which is fish. And I'm like, I know you're not. That's <laughs> I just wondering how many, you don't even have to compare it to fish if you don't want to, but how many cephalopods are in the ocean? I just want to know how many there are. I know you're not an ichthyologist. They're not. Uh, they don't do malacology. They mm-hmm. don't know about cephalopods. So how are we going to find the answer to this? <laughs> Well, just relative information. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I think that's what I like about, I'm I'm an environmental consultant. I don't know if I said that earlier. That's what I like about. I didn't about, know if you wanted to, that's so what, I kept it. That's what I like about consulting is yeah. because you get to do different things and try different things. And if you aren't good at something, then maybe you don't do it next time. Yeah. Do the best you can. Get through it, but maybe try something else, you yeah, know, yeah, and that is cool you're you doing different things. Yeah, I'd like to have things switched up more and to be learning different things, but uh yeah I feel like in science people get really honed in on one thing and then it there's this thing I was talking about the school girl path it's a TED talk and mm-hmm. it's about how basically what you did where you find different things and things come up and you choose to do a different job and it might be in a completely different field but mm-hmm. then when you finish what you can argue about yourself is that you are a jack of all trades and you do know a little bit about a lot and that's a really a good thing to have because you're well-rounded for different skills especially your job when you're doing different projects all the time Mm -hmm. you don't know what skill you'll need right I mean it's usually either writing or figuring out excel spreadsheets but (laughs) being able to look at data and recognize trends or something is higher than something else and that's a little bit strange why is it like that and being able to ask questions 
because my brain, before I started doing experiments, my brain wasn't hardwired to think analytically. Mm. And it was really hard for me to switch that because I always look at things from a communication education point of view, like education about it, kind of delve into why, Mm -hmm. do some background research, that kind of thing. And how do you write about it? But I never thought about, well, why is this happening? Mm. How can I find out why that's happening? Does this have something to do with it? Yeah, being able to ask your questions. Yeah. And then figure it out from the data. That was a huge change for Mm. me. Huge. There's always something to learn. (laughs) (laughs) There is, though. There is, though. Yeah, there is. Even if you were to completely change careers, which is possible for anyone, they... You know, I was told growing up, it's like, whatever you major in, whatever you start out doing, that's not what you're going to end yeah, up doing when you're Yeah, that's what I was older. about to say, is people say, what you major in doesn't mean that's what you'll end up doing. But I'm like, I feel so pigeonholed. I don't think I can do something different. And, and if I fisheries, try... wildlife, and conservation biology literally have commas in your major. <laughs> it's I three need more things. commas. <laughs> no, I mean, if I were to do marketing, some type of communications, right. I like fashion, I like things like that. But in that sense, I feel pigeon held of they're like, well, you don't know anything about this. You're, right. yeah, you just are in conservation bio. How would you know anything about marketing? Well, that's where your hobbies come in. Because you can True. even you can even put your hobbies under volunteer activities for your resume. Podcasting. Yeah, podcasting. I mean, that's good for science communication. It's good for communication, period. Yeah. Because you're communicating a thought that you're having or you're trying to bring in different points of view. Yeah. I guess so. So, And also, you're learning with technology. Like, this is... We spent how long? This is the future. How long trying to figure out this microphone? <laughs> Don't tell people that. <laughs> but it's a, it's it a learning curve. It's a learning curve. Yeah, we already you know? knew how to do it. Yeah, of course. I didn't have to Google it, and you didn't have to Google it. We just kind of knew. <laughs> yeah, we just knew. We also didn't it's read the directions. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Well, I think I'll wrap this one up, and if we want to record another one, we can, because that would be fun. Okay. And thank you for coming on my podcast. Of Thank Thanks you for, for having me. Talking about your life story. Please, please, come back to the show anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bet. All right, and I sign off the same every time. What do I say? I say, I say, I think I say, I love you, good night. Do you want to say it with me? Yeah, I'll say it with you. One, two, three. I I love love you, you, good good night. night.